Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Spear Protection Services podcast with Peter Ellis. Good afternoon. And myself. So yeah, it is the afternoon. Um, just wanted to cover up, because this is something you've been asked quite a bit this past week, or since this programme's been on. Mm-hmm. The new guy in SAS, Who Dares Wins, your favourite TV programme. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Do you know him, Pete? Um, well, several people have asked me. Because he comes from sort of the same area as I do. But uh, in a weird, no, I don't. Because <laughs> two things. I don't know anybody who's been in the SAS. And secondly, he was in, he joined after I had left. So I hope that clears it up for a few people. Unfortunately, I don't know. Just in case you get any more um, questions yeah. about it, it might, might stop them asking. Exactly. It's not being, it's not being awkward against people who actually think because of the same area. No, I know him, but I don't. That's fair enough. Um... Two more serious topic, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking recently about, well, you'd said yourself, uh, you were having a conversation where you said that terrorism is going to rise now. Yeah. Because the lockdown restrictions is, are over. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain a bit about that? Well, pretty much now, obviously, because lockdown, everybody's going to want to get out there. They want to go to festivals, shows, even shopping, you know, big areas of shopping, big shopping centres. And unfortunately, the sort of targets that terrorists are looking for. So, to spread a little bit more fear, which is what their intention is to do, they'll probably set a bomb off or something like this. You know, it's, it's, you know there's more people about. It's definitely, I personally definitely think it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And what's the, what are the kind of venues that people do go for terrorist wise? Not where you go shopping, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be honest with you, they go for anywhere there's a lot of people. That's what they're looking for, mass. Mass exposure, you know, the more people they can kill, the more exposure they get. That's, yeah. that's how terrorism works, you know, so it's really, in my big nowhere's nowhere safe, especially big events, big arenas, anywhere, football stadiums, you name it. Now, we were saying that a lot of these stadiums don't have a decent what to do kind of plan. In, in case of terrorism, yeah. It's a lot of, I mean, government bodies will have, obviously, because they're backed by the the military and, and police. Yeah. But you know, the average businesses or even sports grounds probably haven't got a proper, really good as I call it, counter-terrorism uh, contingency. Yeah. You know, I have been offering, sending letters out to companies and offering to give them advice and things like this, but waiting to hear back, so we'll see what comes. Mm, definitely, because it's one of these things, isn't it? And you're looking at your local hospitals and things like that, yeah. which we had discussed earlier. There is very, very little training contingency put mm-hmm. in. You've got your usual fire yeah. drilled and things like that that are written down on paper, but there's nothing to sit there and say, you have to do this. And it's the staff who've got to support the public, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be your staff aren't trained in these sort of things, no, not fully trained counterterrorism experts, but some, uh, what we're looking for, looking into it, ideas of, about terrorism. When it happens, they're just not going to know what to do. Simple as that. They no. Won't, you know, they're not being, won't have a contingency in place. You know, for example, a bomb goes off in an hospital and uh, the police aren't deployed at hospital all the time. No. The fire brigade aren't sitting outside all the time. So it's, there's the, boom, job done. What do you do there? Yeah, Cause it, exactly. It's, as quick as good as those emergency services are, they only get there as quick as they can. That's you know? it. So what do you do in the meantime? They're not. They aren't there. And I don't. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. Um, when I've had <clears> to phone <throat> police and ambulance, actually, it's been now, 
um, recently through my line of work, it's actually taken a good five minutes to get through to them, both of them, because I'm absolutely overwhelmed at the moment. Mm -hmm. And then you're looking at another, say, hour or so for them to actually get to you, if not longer. So having yeah. that idea of how to look after yourself in those times is pretty important. Exactly. And you've got delays. An example was the uh, Manchester bombing mm -hmm. at the arena there. It was um, a lot of delays. You know, there's conflicting stories about the fire brigade rolled back. And the police, you know, didn't go straight in and all this sort of thing. So, for whatever reason, I don't know. But then, if people are trained properly on the ground, no disrespect to the stewards that are there, but they hadn't really got a clue what to do. Yeah, but that's the same as a lot of places, yeah. isn't yeah. it, really? They only taught basic stuff. They did what they were taught to do. Yeah. But, you know, in reality, more lives could have been saved, perhaps. I don't know. I'm not, not saying it would have been, but... No, but you've got training, that chance, you got a chance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the same again. And the thing is, of you've got these kind of concerns everywhere, haven't you? And things that children are going to, especially that, that was quite devastating and mm -hmm. very close to home for, for us, I suppose, really, because it is only a city or so away. Yeah. Um, it just does kind of, it is on your doorstep, man, you know this, because a lot of things happen in London and you do kind of think, oh, yeah. it's just London. Yeah, it's, um, it's a strange one. It's, again, with terrorists, it's horrible when anybody gets killed. When it's involved with terrorism, but they want to get like the most media, this sort of thing. So when when there's kids about, they will strike. It's that impact because that they get. It's an natural instinct for adults to think, you know, kids have been killed, and it creates more anger. Yeah. And that's what they want to do: anger amongst each other, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's it's knowing what to do in those situations, horrible situations. But it's something that we can be faced with daily, though, isn't it? And like you said, it's likely yeah. that terror attacks that are going up, but I mean, there's quite a few protests going on at the moment in our country that aren't really anything to do with us, however, mm -hmm. we are getting drugged in, dragged into them, and there is a lot of fear on the streets yep. in general with these, with these hostilities, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's, that's something that, that is going to affect everybody. Um, but I mean, in the, in the case of these kind of attacks on, on people, what is the best way to react? Where's your guards? To say a terrorist attack yourself, because a lot of people just run around panicking. Yeah, yeah. Example, I think I've pointed out before, the one in London a couple of years ago, I don't know exactly, I don't keep chart of it, but and it was in the uh, market area, it was the restaurant. It was actually on the news and you could see people ducking, counting the tables. Yeah. Now, easy for me to say I'm trained in it, but I do train people for it. Mm. But... If they'd have done something, there's enough people there to get some sort of result. Yeah. There's only three of them compared to, let's say, 40 people. Yeah. This might sound a bit silly, but you've got plates, you've got knives and forks. Even if it, to everybody picks it there, somebody throws a chair at them, what are they going to do? Yeah, that's it. You know, they can only hit perhaps a couple of people, but the mindset is people naturally, which is, I'm not putting them down for it, is to panic, cow it, get it Yeah. Down. You know, the latest thing is run, towel. Is it one eye tell? Yeah, one eye tell. That's okay if you can run. Yeah. What if you're in a wheelchair? Yeah, exactly. You know, for example, there's one that sounds a bit silly, but tell, it's fine. Yeah, you're going to tell them after the event. Yeah. It's happened. That's it, it's too uh, late then. Too late well, it's not too late, but it's not going to yeah. preserve life then, is it? It was eyed, you know, that's okay. I'm not saying he's wrong, but that's going to switch over to the guy who was in, uh, was it Mumbai? Oh, yeah. Regiment lad. He was over there, just happened to be training some soldiers. 
<laughs> by government. Locally, yeah. Just happened to be down at the shopping mall and he got his, his kit and his boot, you know, because obviously he was te teaching live and all that sort of stuff. And then he went, as we all know, it was on the news, got his got his balaclava on, got his guns, went in. But when in the SF, you trained to do that. You yeah. naturally just want to help and that, that's it, you went straight in. But people in there were hiding, trying to duck under things. I mean, what they're saying is get in a room, lock it. Yeah. In a shopping centre, how many of them is there? Well, yeah. You know, so where could they hide? Ducking behind the, ducking behind the uh, units, probably getting shot. It's a good idea to run, but if he's pointed a gun at you, you better be a pretty good runner. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's so all these things with people... So you've got to be a bit careful when you tell people on, on the internet or whatever, to run, I tell, do this, do that. It is not easy when you're in that situation. No, no, and that's the thing. Because you're struck with fear. And a lot of people make themselves unintentionally target by flailing around yeah. by screaming screaming yeah yeah and i think that that does cause if they want it if they want to get for example go in and lock a door if you've got an ak-47 just shoot the lock off job done yeah you know that, that's again a bit hypothetic there but it's, it's a fact yeah yeah and i think if somebody's screeching at me i'd probably take them out first really to be fair yeah exactly which would be good and i mean so in regards to say you yourself going into one of these um, buildings where you've had no prior understanding of what you're going into. How do you actually manage that? How do you kind of get your bearings in some way that you, you've not even seen a plan for? In situated, do you mean as a civilian or as SF? No, as FS. As, SF, SF, yeah. I can't speak today. Well, the thing is, you train, you train, pretty much you train and train, yeah. When you're on, on camp, Yeah. you stay at home. In the UK, something in case anything goes off, you are the re reaction force. So all you're doing all day is training into the killing house, go in, practice, practice. So it becomes second nature. And that's what happened with that guy in Mumbai. Yeah. It was his second nature. He heard probably gunshots going off and he went. And so he, again, he's down to training. I'm not saying everybody in civilian wheels has got to be trained to the level of the SAS. Yeah. With some training, gives you some chance. That's it. And... It's your, your kind of awareness, isn't it? And yes. your situational awareness that's as well. Um, and that's what we put over in our courses. Yeah, definitely. Courses I, I offer out and hopefully people will take up on them. That's it. Yeah, Did so. you want to just go back, for those who may not know, and just explain what the killing house is before yeah, anybody right, goes yeah. and well, basically calls the police on you? We just know what it is. It's, it's basically a building. It's lined with like rubber on the walls because it's live ammunition. Yeah. Okay, so it's, they want to ricochet in and kill you. But you have like an hostage situation. Somebody sitting in there, being kidnapped. Somebody sitting next to him, the terrorist sitting next to him. You've rehearsed, you've practiced. So you're going to go in, it's all dark, pitch black. Yeah. Torches on your guns. In, go to the plant, get the, get the hostage out, take out the terrorist. Yeah. And it's done sometimes, you take the part of, like, um, the hostage. You're yeah. sitting there, next to you will be probably got a dummy, because you're going to shoot that. Okay, so you trust your guys that much, you train that well together, because they'll come in, they'll shoot that dummy next to you, as opposed yeah. to you. But again, it's, people in the average, average you know, saving no disrespect, not going to be doing that sort of training. No, no. Because well, the paper wouldn't need it, or well, anybody it would be else illegal would as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
that's how you get to that level of what would you do in a situation you, you just react, you go in. Yeah, and with the live round, I suppose the threat is always there that you could technically be killed yeah, yeah. at any point. And does that kind of get rid of the fear a little bit? Or? Yeah, in a sense, I mean, fear never disappears. No. Anybody says to me that you haven't got any fear at all, they're talking rubbish. Mm. You have got fears, you just learn to control Yeah. You know, any job you go on to, if you're full of fear, you wouldn't go. But you still got back your mind as it could go wrong. Yeah. But you plan for that. You train for that. Yeah, yeah. All kind of, um, all kind of which way you can. Yeah. It's near as damage. It's like another combat system. It's it's as close as damage. You know, as close to yeah. reality as it can be. Without every time someone turns up, me knocking them out. Well, I'll, yeah, that, that might be a bit much, I don't think that many people will come. To no, be so, honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we go as close as we dare. But uh, again, it's the old idea. It's training. Yeah, uh, and yeah, that's but, the thing, isn't it? And. It's not something though as well with the training. I know your your guys with training was all day, every day almost, unless you were on um yeah, taps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But with with people it's the same, isn't it? Because you do forget things, don't you? So you do need to have that level of training where you will turn up and you will do it. Just hit and miss and coming and going exactly. once or yeah. twice a month yeah. isn't going to help you retain what you're learning, is it? Exactly. I, I, you know, for example, so you... you Training you with me as a private student. I don't say you've got to come every day. No. But it's pointless coming, say, once a month because as much as every system goes in the way I teach it, mm. it becomes muscle memory, but you've still got to keep it topped up. That's it, yeah. It's like myself, I can do martial arts combat for donkey's years, over four decades, but I still keep working at it because you've got to keep developing it. Yeah, and I mean, does that help with keeping your reactions? Um... Yeah, I like to think so, yeah. It's just keeping yourself sharp and you know, cause no matter what you are, whoever you are, as you get older, things start to slow down. Yeah. And I like to think I'm keeping pretty sharp, you know, without boasting, but, you know, you keep on top of things. That's why it's, you know, part of it, like with people who, I don't know, say they're training and they're really done in, worked out, I don't know, say they're about 45, yeah. 50. It's a mindset because you start thinking, oh, I'm getting old now. I don't need, I can't train as hard, but you can. Yeah. You might not lift as much as you did because going too deep, the test zone starts disappearing. So you're not going to be as strong, but you can still train hard. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. It's, so it's the mindset. But again, it's, it's what you were classing as not long ago functional muscle, was it? You Fun- were functional it? training and combat, yeah. So it's all right doing, um, let's say, going to the gym and doing bench press squats whatever it will give you strength yeah but for, to do what we do it's got to be functional so in other words like as you know sounds slamming the medicine ball chucking things about things are actually in motion as you're using them rather than just a one street movement really. yeah so yeah. functional strength and again rocking it looks up when you back up the hills that's but no it's not like on that silly program that's what they try emulate <laughs> are you but, sure i know you watch it every mm, week yeah but <laughs> It's for TV, any but then you know, but doing some uh, up the hills, running this, that, and the other things that you're actually going to do in real life, as opposed to every time you see somebody punch up doing like a bench press movement. Well, that's it, yeah. You know, they don't do it, so this is the thing, it would look a bit odd. So, but... I, with anything, as you know, Sam, with anything with me, combat with me, uh, bodyguarding that I do, ASF, to me, it's got to be real, yeah. I'm a realist, if it isn't real, don't do it. No, no, definitely, and I mean, yeah, we'll just. Clear it up. I'm sure we have said before that that program, the one that you love so much, mm, um, yeah. even though your favourite person's left, yeah, um, 
it's nowhere like reality, is it? No. Again, it's just for television. You know, because like I said before, the shouting and screaming doesn't go on. Because when you get in the SF, it's down to your personal... You want to do it. Yeah. So you don't need shouting. If you need shouting out, you don't want to do it. No, and that's the thing. I mean, did you ever find that, just in general, when you were away on ops and then coming home back to family life, did you find that was quite a hard transition or did you just shut off, go back to... Yeah, you've got to be able to shut off. That's, that's the thing. Some of the guys, unfortunately, have... Friends as well, you know, topped themselves since coming out because he's can't cope. They, they went too regimented, if you that's yeah. the right word, you know. So you've got to be able to switch off. You know, as you know, when we see I like a laugh, you've got to have a laugh at life because otherwise, the stuff I was doing back then, or even as you know, as a bodyguard, you'd be like a, I don't know, you'd be on edge, or you'd be yeah. anxious, you'd be anxious all the time because you'd be constantly paranoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, as a lot of people don't think of the worst-case scenario or actually see the worst-case scenario kind of unfolding in front of them. Exactly. So it's it's got to be hard to, to have that that's kind of always been there and you've always got to manage that that fear, that risk. Yeah, it's there and it's got to be... Like I say, you go on and up, you might have to take a few terries out or whatever you're doing. But when you come back, you're not still on that up. You've got to switch off. You've got to yeah. go back to reality. and Not reality, because that is reality, but... Back to this civil world. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can't be... Stuff you used to go to on the camp, because you're all together, but... I can describe this. You can't go down... You can't... The banter you have on the camp, for example, with the lads, you all know each other that well. Yeah. But if you went in for a pub and saw that banter, probably fights will start, because they don't understand your way of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Would you say you've got quite a dry sense of humour? Yeah, I like to think so. That's developed, like you say, you got... <laughs> You can have downtime because if you don't, if you don't switch off, you, you burn it. That's it, and it's it's it sounds horrible, but it is like taking the mick out of a situation, isn't it? No matter what that situation is, it might yeah. be horrible, but if you laugh at it, yeah, it doesn't it as much as sounds silly. But and that's the thing, and it is you could have seen something absolutely horrific, but then yeah. you've got to have that banter of oh, did you see that girl or something like that? You just carry, you got to carry on just yeah. to tone it down. If you lost a mate, you you will sit and. You know, you won't go and toast him, have a beer to him, that sort of stuff, but then you want to sit and think perhaps about him, but you've got to go on. What's it? You can't just sit back and not do anything. Yeah. But you've got to have, this is the mindset, and again, I'm not trying to flog me courses, but I sort of give people that part of that mindset to help in everyday life. It work in business, it work in, in the gym, it'll work anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Having that, if you haven't got it, that mindset, you know, it isn't a thing you're born with. No. It has to be developed. Yeah, that's it. And I think we are seeing that, well, a lot of our younger generation are nowhere near as resilient by any means as they used to be, especially not mentally. Everything is now like, get the kids into camps, they've got something going on with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, I mean, in the same sense, because they're quite vulnerable in that way, they are making wrong decisions, aren't they? Because parents are kind of either leaving TV to raise them computer games. Exactly, yeah. And this is partly why your crime, knife crime, and everything's increasing. Mm. Because they've been, like you just said, good, good analogy, they've been raised by the television. Yeah. You know, as opposed to good parenting skills, you get good children, simple as that, you know. Disciplined. I don't mean disciplined, I don't mean like hitting them with a stick. I mean just, it's from day one, like I do with my, my kids. I've never, I would never do, I've never laid a finger, I've never had to do chastise yeah. them in that way, because I've done it mentally. Yeah. But again, I haven't made them paranoid or anything, but they know what right from wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that's, if you haven't got that, 
got the rails a bit. That's it. I mean, uh, with your kids, did you ever stop them? Watching, obviously, age-related things. Watching things on TV, did you ever stop them playing computer games or anything like that? Not, no, well, both a bit older now, but even... I know I could trust them to be sensible. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't yeah, it? because the way I brought them up... You know, an example, my youngest the other day, he's, he's out with his mates now and stuff, got her back out, but... And uh, there's four of them. They went up local town. They went to a, a bar, went to another one. Then they went down to a casino. Yeah. Because that was the only one to see them that time of night. Now, two of his mates went on chucking money on the tables. But him and his other mate just had a drink by the bar. So I, I spoke to him the next day, what do you think? So he said, well, it's their loss, isn't it? You know, yeah. Because that's because he's level-headed. He's sensible rather than just, I'll do this, I'll do that. That's it. And it, it does go to show that, like, computer games and things like that aren't instantly mm. going to make your kid a terrorist. It's how you raise no, them. Exactly. And and how you talk to them. And how they interpret that. That's the thing, and I think we get this this whole society because these children are craving attention from the parents who aren't there, Yeah. where they are joining gangs, and, and that's been a big issue, hasn't it, recently? Yeah. I think another thing on that subject, I think there's too many online experts appearing, setting up little groups to try and help this, this knife crime. Yeah, yeah. When, no disrespect, <laughs> most of the time, I don't have a clue what they're on about. You know, so they haven't been there, they haven't done it, they haven't seen it, but then they're preaching it. And that's guessing me a little bit. Well, it is in the same sense, isn't it? Because we did note one that was on the other day, and it seemed, they said, well, is, is you worried about your child who may be involved in knife crime or gang yeah. cultures? Yeah. But saying, well, we're always here to chat. Now, that's not really offering a solution, is it, no. to the problem? It's just saying, we'll have a little mother's coffee morning about it, yeah, have exactly. a chat about it. Nothing's been solved. No, and... It's all right to you know, talk about I suppose, but you're not going to achieve anything. No, and, that's um, it. And I think sometimes, I won't name the, the group, there's been a couple of groups I sort of spot because of what I do. Um, it's more self-gratification for them. They want to be, look at us. Yeah. Look what we're doing. In reality, they do nothing. No, so that's, you know me, I just speak the truth, that's how yeah. it is. You're never going to rid the world of weapons though, are you, no. at the end of the day, it, and anything it, can be a weapon. It's been around since day one, I mean, yeah. caveman have got them. Mm. It just depends how you use it, now you're educated to not use them, that's the thing. Definitely. And I think it's having that kind of role model, because parents don't stay together that much anymore, it's, it's yeah. weird. Society now. Yeah, it's a very throwaway, isn't it, yeah. um, and that. Kind of goes with kids as well. You failed on one, we'll just have another one. Um, and hope for the better for that. But it, there's a lot going on, isn't there? And I think we've got a lot more violence going on in the communities now. When I, one of my colleagues at work was yeah, absolutely yeah. battered by mm-hmm. five people. And that was simply because they just wanted to batter her. Yeah. She's absolutely terrified now of, mm-hmm. of things in general. She's... She's terrified to go out. She thought she was going to be raped. She thought she was going to be yeah, stabbed. Yeah. And it's, horrible, it? yeah. it's just one of these things that is happening, but people aren't really realising, are they, that no, they no. these things aren't going to go away, but they need to protect themselves. They're pretty much, well, that's, that's a horrible situation, but these things go on all the time. Last night, it was on the news, just um, for the Black Lives Matter, some lady who's involved with that, some, uh, what do they call them, activist, yeah. got shot in London. Just like it was last night, I think, yeah. yesterday afternoon. Now, it isn't a case of like, yeah, she was targeted. It's just a case of, I'm just going to do it. That's a bit. So, in a sense, it's like 
terrorism but on a different level. Yeah, yeah. It's homegrown, not homegrown terrorism, I suppose it is. Yeah, all said and done. This is it. I saw some yesterday from the stuff we mentioned earlier going on over in uh, <coughs> Israel with Hamas and all that. But the rioting in London. Yeah. Well, what's... I don't know, I don't understand it, but then I sit and think about it, that's what terrorists do, they affiliate themselves to their own brethren back in their own country to spread it over here. Yeah. You know, so I saw it on the news, this guy, whether he was just driving through his nice little sports car, actually there's a guy jumping on the roof and on the boot. Yeah. Others kicking it and thinking, why, what are you doing that for? What's he done? What, what are you doing that for? Yeah. yeah you know, so, but then it's the mob mentality, so that unfortunately, like with your friend, there was five of them there, possibly high on drugs, drunk, whatever. There's no excuse for them, simple as that. No, no. But it is happening. And that's why I say to people, when I send me the lad beards out or come and train with us, I'm not trying to make money. If I wanted to do that, I could get another route and go on television. Of course, and yeah. And be a millionaire. I, don't, I just want to help people. But sometimes it's all way to get people to listen. I don't, don't understand in that respect. No, a right. lot of people don't think it's ever going to happen to them, though, yeah. do they? But we all go out. I mean, it's things have happened in daylight and winter months. You just don't think about it. Not terrible things happen to your friend, but you mm. probably never thought, oh, this sounds silly, I'll get attacked by five guys. No. And it's, it's happened. That's it. You always hear it on the radio, on the TV. It's happened to somebody else. Hopefully, never happens to you. But when you get up in the morning to, to go where you prepare to go where. Yeah. You prepare to get in your car. So why do you prepare in case that happens? This is it, because violence is so much yeah. more prevalent now. Yeah. So you're just preparing. Go for bed. You never have to use anything, but you're prepared, and that's it. That's it. The ones that aren't prepared, unfortunately, the ones that get caught up. Yeah, and dangerously. Yeah. dangerously so sometimes and and quite badly hurt but it's not just the physical stuff is it as well Mentally. the mental yeah. yeah aspect of it can... going back again going back to because fresh in your mind with the combat there i'm not saying i'm going to turn you into a super fighter if you come train with me no but i won't give you a fighting chance and that's what it's all about that's and it anybody else said they can give you any difference you're just talking rubbish you know so no that's it and it's because obviously you don't like to diss the other sports but no they are brilliant, um, especially for keeping fit and yeah, and kind of doing certain things with them. But they're not really realistic, are well, they? Also, what I call survival. Yeah. Yeah. Survival and, in the urban environment, basically. Yeah. Again, like you just said, something keeps them fit. It's good. It's a, but it's a sport. Yeah. Most of them are a sport. Now, some of them will tag on suddenly because they aren't getting many members. We do self defence. We do this. We do that. But in fact, they don't. They're no. still doing a sport, so you know, just don't lie to people. Well, no, that's it. It's, it's got to be for the real world, hasn't yeah. it? Because I mean, it, there's been times in here we've tripped over, yeah, fallen happens. over yeah. something, and that is that is real life, isn't it? At yeah. the end of the day, I mean, if you know someone, whoever's I'm teaching you, it'll be, yeah, we have, we have a laugh about it. We don't laugh because you're yet against the war, but we laugh because. Then I'll say that could have happened. That could yeah. have been slipping on ice in the street. That you could have missed with your kick or whatever you're doing. That's it. But That's it. unfortunately, a lot of systems don't factor in the fact that could happen. So when it no. does happen to them, they haven't got a clue what they're doing. And that's the thing, though, isn't it? Because you will like train on different terrains, so it will yeah. be on snow, on yeah. on ice, on mud, rain, whatever. Because you could be anywhere. That's you, it. You know, mortgages or then five guys don't choose a certain area to attack to keep the shoes clean. No, that's it. Attack wherever they want to go. This is the thing, and it's the gang mentality has got quite bad recently. That that's 
There's no reason to it. There's yeah. no rhyme reason. There's just, just doing it. Yeah, yeah. you see it on telly version again. Going back to telly, you see it on telly because the board like, will do that. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's Kerry Reese as well. It was five guys, one woman. Yeah, five guys yeah. wouldn't go to have a go at five other guys probably. No. You know. So. Uh, but it is a lot more of the vulnerable people are yeah. getting picked out, aren't they? Like. But it's what's called target recognition. So the way it's, it's our target, they won't go for. To look for a soft target. Now, no disrespect to your friend, but to five guys, one girl is a soft target. Mm, yeah. That's what, that's what I mean by They won't go after five guys still in the corner there. No. But, like, make sure Terry's... They're just giving them a challenge. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're another target. So, terrorists, troublemakers, thugs, robbers, muggers, rapists, look for an easy target. Yeah. You know, yeah. again, whoever's listening to this, I might sound a little bit... I'm not on a rant, I'm just a realist. I just yeah. say, say how it is. I wouldn't sugarcoat things. That, that's the reality of it. No, and it, it's it's true, isn't it, that that is, that is the way the world is at the mm. moment. And there is that thing of adapting and surviving, and yeah. you've got to adapt to survive at the moment, and that includes anything that's thrown exactly. at you, isn't it? Exactly. And, yeah, I think, I think it is important that people give themselves that chance as well by training. Yeah. Or at least picking something up a course or something just so you have an idea of what to do. Yeah, going back to my system and stuff, it's um, <clears throat> I've had people turn up at me, my gym, so I used to have a gym a bit away from me where we are now. But you know, quite a few sessions used to go on, and guys would turn up here. Yeah, I've been down such a place where I want to be a, a kickboxing champion, I want to be karate champ, whatever. Yeah, and uh, with all due respect, I just turned around and said, Well, no disrespect, mate, what? Go down the road. Go and join a kickboxing club. Yeah. Because this isn't a kickboxing club. No, that's it. It isn't a karate club. If you know, if you want to learn to survive out there, when you do get properly attacked, yeah. But there's no rules, no referee, no gum shields, no gloves, no nothing. Well, come in. I'll teach you. That's it. And that's the be all and end all of it. It really, you know, it's, it's no ifs and buts. That's it. I mean, tell you, the truth. you don't get battered with training, do you? Um, I mean, you get crippled from time to time, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> you get the odd knock, but at the end of the day, it, it sort yeah. of brings home the reality of what could have happened Of course, yeah. yeah. There's nothing of, of getting actually beating the crap out of in any no, way, shape no. or form, but it is it is there to remind you that if this was a rubber your stick, yeah. cracking on top of the head, you'd well, probably be out cold. It could have been a baseball bat. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, um, so, again, it was close to there, I'm not a bully, as you know me, so I don't pick on people, but... I try to get them to that frame of mind is as close as possible. Yeah. With a knife defence, we do metal. It's not razor sharp, but it's metal, you get the feel of steel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gun defence, we have, you can only use rubber in this country, obviously rubber weapon, don't have a live firearm. No. But as we progress, or as you progress, we go into an airsoft gun, obviously goggles, I'll see you get blinded. Yeah. And then you're testing the actual speed of it, because it's almost like the same thing, a trigger. Yeah, Air yeah. Air trigger, job done. So we go as close as we can. I mean, I'd, I'd rather, out and out, and I've told you this many times, I'd rather get stabbed than hit your knuckles because it's like hitting granite, <laughs> in all fairness. And oh, I know it's an ongoing thing, but yeah. it really hurts. So, yeah, that aspect, <laughs> if you don't learn fast, you do get, you do feel the pain in that yeah. sense. Yeah, so I say for example, <laughs> I know it's pretty painful, but there's also going to be guys like yourself who've got, perhaps got, I don't know, strong arms, this, that, and the other, you know, Train their arms. I don't think so, but but you might end up in a, in a, being attacked by. So you got, you sort of got to be ready. If you don't, it's just too much of a shock. Yeah. So in a sense, I'm not saying right. So 
Tuna Bay Boutique, I'm back to your home, so you won't be bothered about that. That's <laughs> that the thing. Don't know, I'm losing the feeling. But in a sense, it's also the immunity to control that fear of actually yeah. happening. You know, so that's what it's all about. I've never do anything stupid to people. No, no, what? never have. But I mean, that's a, again, it's a sheep mentality with controlling, controlling the fear, isn't it? Because a lot of people do just run, yeah. go the same way as everybody else. Panicking. It's the fight or flight syndrome. You're either going to freeze the spot and get beaten up, or if you know what you're doing a little bit, you'll fight them. You'll, you'll, you'll defend yourself, which everybody's got the right to. Yeah, yeah. But now in America's different story, that's why they carry so many weapons, they defend themselves with a gun. Yeah. Over here you can't carry weapons. So Well not legally anyway. Um No, true. And it's understanding what is classed as reasonable force and that yeah. is discussed as well. Um yeah. but I mean in regards to sphere itself, what's what's coming up for the year, anything you've got planned? Quite a few things, yeah. Actually we've got uh, one or two seminars coming up. We've got Obviously, the courses we promote, they're mm. all out there. We do, we can be done average one a month. Probably more people want that, but at least one a month. Yeah. And also, although it isn't in this country, I run um, a firearms experience. If people want to, I'm not trying to tell anybody to terrorists, but people do want the experience of shooting a gun. I take them overseas where it's, you know, it's legal to do it over there. Yeah. So, obviously, everything's safety is paramount. And at the same time, don't get me wrong, but I don't take anybody who I think has <laughs> got the right mental attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we turn up, say, oh, yeah, great, I want to go shoot the gun, I want to be, uh, forget it, but you're not going. You know, so it's, what I'm saying is we've got an aspect of everything. If people want to come along, they're welcome, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you did survival one, which um, survival courses, you're yeah. going to do. Yeah. And a lot of people re-come back for that, don't they? Even yeah. though they're quite knowledgeable themselves in, they still, yeah, in they the aspect of survival, they come back and... Because it's the same with each time I teach that, I teach them something a little bit different. Yeah. Because it isn't just like five, let's say five aspects to survival, there's, there's loads. No, that's it. And so we might change that for that, Just you could use that with that, that's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah so, that's it. And it is that the same like I said, the same people come back time and time again. Yeah. Um, to to do that, bring family members. Yeah, and definitely. It's good. It's yeah. But even like we do an escape in invasion, which is a little bit well, a bit like you see on the tally. A bit more intense. Yeah, bag them up, you know, hostages or something there. But it is the case of it's actually getting them ready in case they were travelling overseas and it did happen, what yeah. to do. But secondly, it is in a roundabout way of learning to control that fear. That's it, yeah. Because all of a sudden when it can happen. You know, people, we go all over the world now, don't we? Years ago, people didn't, but now they might be off these backpackers. They go over to Australia and suddenly, unfortunately, they go missing. Yeah. If they had more, like, travel safety aspects training with us... Of course, yeah. They'd understand, because I always point them in reality, and I'll tell them situations I've been in, because both have been there, done it, so they're getting it sort of first-hand, without not being, well... We're all growing up without any bullshit, you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. That's so, the thing. And that's the way it is. I always, you probably, the gist of my, in these podcasts, I always come back to reality. Yeah. I'm not having a rave, I just, I don't speak any rubbish, I just tell you how it is. I think that's what people need to hear. We're living in quite a PC world at the moment where everything's yeah. upsetting people and, oh, nobody can hear anything because it, what's the newest one I've heard? It triggers people. I hate that word. Yeah. Um, It's just, up and be a normal person so yeah that is the kind of things that you do is teach people to kind of sort themselves out a bit really as well don't you in the, in the aspects of of kind of 
learning that mentality yeah. to look after it's themselves. A strong and mindset, mindset training, and I think confidence in themselves. There's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. You know, but to develop that confidence, again, some people aren't born with it. Some people are pretty confident, but you might get a guy, he's dead loud in a pub, but take yeah. him on a, on a firing range, and he goes like a sheep. Yeah. You know, so he, he hasn't got the total confidence, but we go every aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if somebody turns up, I sort of profile people, that sounds a bit silly when they turn up to train with me. So I know them individually, I know where where to push them to. Yeah. And then next time I say, just beyond that, and that'll start building it. And that's, that's how I do it. Definitely. And if I can train anybody, no disrespect, you could be the, the young shadow, as the old saying used to go, but yeah. I will get into some form of being able to be more confident. Yeah, and I think as a lot of, with the kids nowadays, that would be a bonus to a lot of them to find their own confidence, find that role model yeah. that will push them in a safe way and not not mardy coddle them because I think that's the worst thing we're doing exactly, for yeah. Yeah. the kids nowadays. It's too much PC and... Yeah, yeah, it's just getting a bit ridiculous. But, um, yeah, so I think that's all we've got really well, time for today, no Pete. But thank you so much for having a chat with us again. No problem, pleasure. And we'll hopefully... See you guys soon. Next month, I would have thought. Yep. Take, next episode. Yeah, definitely. Take care, everybody, and stay safe. Okay, bye. Cheers.